ഇന്റർനാഷണൽ The likely formation of a second grand alliance government comprising Janata Dal, United, Rashtriya Janata Dal, Congress and the left parties in Bihar has resurrected memories of the previous coalition from 2015 to 2017, when tensions over key decisions, especially on transfers and postings of officers in important departments, proved to be insurmountable. The performance of Grand Alliance government was a mixed bag, political observers recalled, with the JDU strongman pushing through his seven resolves program, a poll manifesto to upgrade basic services such as infrastructure, health, education and environment, among others, and banning the sale and consumption of liquor in the state on 5th of April, 2016. The Rashtriya Janata Dal is likely to get the lion's share in Bihar cabinet as it joined hands with the Janata Dal United on Tuesday and staked claim to form the government soon after Chief Minister Nitish Kumar severed ties with the Bharatiya Janata Party people familiar with the development said this time around the RJD is more circumspect in dealing with Kumar and party leader Tejashwi Yadav's political maturity also reflected in the way Kumar was made to reach out to the RJD With RJD's 79 seats and 45 of JDU, the numbers add up for the majority mark in the 243-member state's legislative assembly. However, the Grand Alliance has plenty more to offer, with the Congress's 19 seats and the three left parties with cumulative 16 legislators. Being the largest party in the alliance, the RJD is likely to call the shots in the new cabinet at the cost of allowing Kumar's continuance in the CM's chair. It is natural the RJD would have the lion's share in the cabinet but it will also stake claim to key portfolios including finance and home department said a senior RJD leader wishing not to be named Nitish Kumar has always kept home with himself the speaker's post is also likely to go to the RJD just as it was with the BJP thus far Even as COVID-19 has not completely been wiped out on the new monkeypox outbreak has raised concerns a new type of animal derived virus has been reported in China the henipa virus also known as longyear henipa virus has so far infected 35 people in eastern china's henan and shandong provinces the country's official media reported on tuesday The longyear virus was found in the throat samples from febrile patients in the aforementioned provinces The virus hails from a family of viruses known to kill up to 3 quarters of human beings in case of severe infection. However, none of the fresh cases have so far resulted in fatality and most are mild, with patients suffering from flu-like symptoms. At the present, no vaccine or treatment for longyear virus is available, and the only solution is supportive care to manage complications pertaining to the zoonotic disease. After losing its key ally and partner in the government in Bihar, the Bharatiya Janata Party (BJP) 
leadership is scrambling to come up with a roadmap for the party's expansion ahead of the 2025 state elections, and compete against the Jintadal, United, for support among two important vote blocs, women and the economically backward classes. The BJP would also re-evaluate the state leadership in the wake of reports that there is unrest over senior leaders being overlooked, party functionaries said. The party's focus will be on building ties with three crucial constituencies, Dalits, women and other backward classes, in addition to consolidating its position among the upper castes that are considered its traditional vote bank, several leaders that Hyde spoke to said. In the 2020 state elections, the BJP benefited from the JDU's hold over the EBCs, the Mahadlits, and the Kermis, OBCs, that form the bedrock of JDU's vote bank. It also set about wooing women and Dalits, riding on the central government's social welfare schemes. While the EBCs make up for 30% of the electorate, together with the OBCs at 22%, they account for 52% of the voters. Mahadlits and Dalits are at 16% and upper castes at 15%. The BJP made headway in getting support from across castes and classes, a party leader from the state said on condition of anonymity. The development work carried out by the Alliance government and the social welfare schemes have helped create a space for the BJP among castes that did not earlier consider it as an alternative. President Joe Biden formally welcomed Finland and Sweden joining the NATO alliance Tuesday as he signed the instruments of ratification that delivered the U.S.'s formal backing of the Nordic nations entering the Mutual Defense Pact, part of a reshaping of the European security posture after Russia's invasion of Ukraine. In seeking to join NATO, Finland and Sweden are making a sacred commitment that an attack against one is an attack against all. Biden said at the signing as he called the partnership the indispensable alliance. The U.S. became the 23rd ally to approve NATO membership for the two countries. Biden said he spoke with the heads of both nations before signing the ratification and urged the remaining NATO members to finish their own ratification process as quickly as possible. The Senate last week approved the two, once non-aligned nations joining the alliance in a rare 95-to-1 vote that Biden said shows the world that the United States of America can still do big things with a sense of political unity. You were listening to the HD Daily News Wrap, a beta production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Please give us feedback on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at HD Smartcast or via email to podcasts at hindustantimes.com. Until next time. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.